guys, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. My name is Elizabeth and I am a mom of four kids. I have three boys and a baby girl. My goal here is to help you reduce stress in your brain so that way you are more patient and calm with your children. I know how hard it is to be patient with your kids, especially when you are running an empty and you're so overwhelmed and stressed out. That's why I really want to teach you ways that you can reduce stress in your brain, reduce stress in your nervous system so that you can be more present and patient with your kids so then that you can meet their emotional needs and be the mom that you want to be with your children. Hi friends, welcome back to Emotionally Healthy Legacy. Today I want to tell you about some things that I feel have been really good lessons for me in life. So if I would go back, what kind of advice I would tell my younger self? That's what I want to tell you about today. I'm 32 years old, 32 and a half, and I feel like there's many things I have learned, especially in the last few years. I have grown a lot internally. I have matured a lot. I honestly feel like I have become a better version of myself. Of course, there's so much learning to still continue. It's an ongoing process. You'll never know it all. There's always things to be worked through and... Um, areas to grow in but here's a few things that I want to talk about today that I have learned that have been really good lessons for me in my life and if you are younger than me if you're a young mom maybe you can take some of this in and it will be helpful for you asking for help you will never be able to do it all never 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 I am I have learned that and I remember somebody recently asked me on social media, how do you do it all? Well, my response was, I don't. I really don't do it all. I can't do it all in the sense of like being able to have a super clean home, being able to have everything stocked in the fridge, have healthy meals all the time, be financially in a very good place, having a perfect marriage, and like... I feel like I just, you can't, you literally can't. I mean, like, if you think about it, you have your spiritual, spiritual growth, you have your emotional growth, you have your mental state as a mom, um, friendships to keep up with your marriage and your sexual relationship with your spouse, physical to take care of yourself, um, parenting, financial area, keeping up with a house, um, your business. And like for me, like growing a business and being good with like with food and eating and just all of that realistically I cannot do it all I can't I mean I would go insane and some things I have to kind of like go for for a little while like I am not um, prioritizing me moving my body right now yes does it feel good when I do that when I go on walks and I do exercise yes but right now I don't have the room up to do that on my plate um, I do ask for help. Uh, my mother-in-law takes and watches my kids, my old, uh, my boy, um, one morning a week. My sister used to come on Wednesdays to um, watch my, my kids. Uh, my mom watches them one morning a week, Saturday mornings. Like, I ask for help. I don't try to do it all. My older one, 
Um, he is really motivated by money. And so if he really wants something, he will do a lot of house chores for me. He already does house chores on a regular basis. But if he really wants to earn money for something, he'll vacuum the house. He'll wash the floors. He'll clean the car. He will um, clean the bathtub. He will clean the toilets. He's super motivated when he wants something. He's nine and a half. So if you kind of need an idea how old he is to get all those things done. Um, so I ask for his help. My kids do chores. They, my oldest does his own laundry. My um, middle one puts his own laundry away. So does my four-year-old. I ask for help from my husband um, when he's home and available. I don't try to do everything all. And I don't try to do everything on my own. And on top of that, I do have some things that are just kind of, I let go of. Like for instance, um, moving my body at the moment. Um, I, my house isn't super clean. What I mean by that is deep cleaned. It is tidy for the most part, but it's not deep clean. Like the floors are kind of not super clean in the kitchen because they don't get washed a lot. Um, so, there are certain things, in, like I have dust in, on the shelvings. There's just certain things that I have to let go of because I can't do it all. And if I try, I will get super overwhelmed and stressed out. And if you remember from what I teach, if a stressed out mom is going to be in reactive mode. So that I have to do things to reduce my stress load. And I have to choose to let go of some of things. Um, lowering my expectations kind of leads into that. That is another something... I've learned, um, which is I can't be able to get everything done. So it kind of goes in with the first one and asking for help. Like I need help right now. I had times where things were super overwhelming in the evening during dinner time. And I, it was four kids. My husband's at work. I have called my mother-in-law to ask her to come over and help. She was not available, which I had to respect. And I mean, that's fine. But I was willing to reach out and be like, hey, can you please come over and just help out, like deal with the kids so I can make some dinner and put it on the table. Um, and lowering expectations also, like right now we have a lot of pasta and um, just either sausages or just we, I don't really make meals that take a lot of time, even though I want my family to eat really healthy. I really don't have the time for it. So I had to kind of lower my expectations on that. Um, the another thing for advice I would give my younger self would be to simplify the postpartum things like postpartum stage. And what I did, there's a, here's a few tips that I did was, uh, use paper plates and maybe even paper or like plastic utensils. Um, less time to do dishes or just, yes, it's just easier, more simple. Just for a season, use paper plates. I have um, a electric vacuum, so like kind of like a robo vacuum, but an off-brand from Amazon um, that I turns on at night and just vacuums the whole downstairs, which is super, super nice because that's like another thing not to think about and it automatically turns on at night. I recently signed up in this past springtime, about half a year ago, I signed up for pickup groceries um, for like, I signed up for the Instant Cart membership. So I do pick up groceries from Aldi 
and fresh thyme. Um, I used, still go shopping to Costco once a month. Um, I take a, go take a big trip. But otherwise, I do pick up groceries weekly from Aldi because it saves me time saves me energy, saves me frustration to go to the store with kids. Uh, yes, please. Anything that I can simplify and reduce stress in, like I am leaning towards that. I used to be one of those people that would go to multiple different stores to use coupons and save five bucks. Sorry, I'm not there anymore. I would rather <laughs> save a little bit of stress for myself and maybe spend a tiny bit more money. Uh, the next thing that I would suggest to my younger self for when like I had a younger baby, when I had, let's say my oldest was a baby, that was really helpful was to simplify my home so there are less things to keep up with. What I mean by that is declutter and get rid of things that are no longer serving you that you no longer use. Like with my kids' toys, my kids don't have a lot of toys. They kind of only have the toys that they truly play with. They have magnet blocks, they have Legos. They really don't have a lot of toys because I really keep only the toys they're truly playing with like some puzzles or whatever something that will keep them occupied for a little while and um so there's less things to clean my house doesn't have that much clutter it really doesn't because i got rid of a lot of stuff so it's so much faster to tidy it up it's not as visually overwhelming and stressful it's just been easy it just makes things easier for me to keep up with and the next thing that I would give myself advice with, especially with my oldest one when it was my first baby, uh, the baby stage will pass quickly. Do hold your baby. I know there's this saying that like, oh, if you hold your baby, they're going to get used to it and they're going to want to be held. So what? they're going to want to be held only for a short period of time until they learn to get around and crawl and get into things. And what is that, like half a year, maybe eight months? And then they are getting into everything all over the place. And especially with my little girl right now, after having three boys, having a little girl, I do baby wear, but she, not as much because she is pretty content with like being in a sleeping in a swing or um she that's where she usually sleeps during the day um but the fact is that i i do hold her and i do hold her quite a bit because i know that this stage will pass quickly and i will never go back and be able to relive it again and our kids grow up so fast if you have heard this phrase which i totally relate with the days are long, but the years are short. And I have definitely experienced that with my kids, uh, for sure. And I would tell my younger self that holding your baby will not spoil them. It's actually good for them. It builds connection and you are their safe person. So holding them is really good for them and it creates a bond between you and the baby of course there are be times where you're so worn out and you're so overwhelmed and you have to put them down but if you can hold your baby and don't think that it will spoil them because we all want good relationships with our kids and 
that is the start. How you start good relationships with them is by being that safe person that comforts them, that is there for them. And the last thing that I want to mention is that I would tell my younger self is that relationships is truly what matters down the road. When at the end of your life, let's say you will die in a week. Let's say you find out that you die in a week. Oh, I didn't get the housework done that I wanted to get done. I have sticky floors. The bathrooms are not so clean. Oh, I... I haven't done that. I haven't done that. You'll probably be thinking about the relationships of the closest people in your life. Did I invest enough time with them? Did I spend enough time with them? And that's why I have learned over the years that having an emotional connection with my family members, with my children, with my spouse is so crucial and important to have a good relationship with them, to be that safe person and Having that emotional connection is investing time for sure, but also being able to emotionally communicate, being able to regulate your emotions so you don't say or do hurtful things in those relationships. And at least for me, what I've learned is that emotional wellness is extremely important in life and it affects a lot of different aspects, especially relationships. So if you want to have good relationships with people, you have to learn about emotional wellness, ways to regulate your emotions, ways to process your emotions, ways to release your emotions. It's so crucial and so important. And that is what I want you to leave with today. So let me know I would love for you to comment on that post on Instagram when this episode comes out. What is something that you would give, if you could go back, which advice would you give your younger self? What are some lessons that you learned and that you would tell your 20-year-old self? And I know that 20-year-olds are not really mature, but let's say when you first got married or when you first had your child, what kind of advice would you give your younger self? I would love to hear from you. All right, ladies, have a good day. Hey, mama, I would love for you to follow me on Instagram. You can follow me at Emotionally Healthy Legacy. I have a lot of helpful tips for reducing stress and regulating your emotions. Also, I would love to connect with you. Let me know that you're listening. I would love to know who is listening to these podcasts because I do see the numbers and I have no idea who you really are. So reach out to me, connect with me, tell me that you're listening and which things have you found to be helpful. And I would love to connect with you. Have a great day, my dear.